0: Imagine a 12-year-old girl with her mom at an exercise place, a place where you go to lose weight. You get weighed in every single week, and you step on the scale, and your weight is written down. Now imagine this 12-year-old girl has on a pair of white tights and a black leotard. She walks into the room, and there's mirrors on every single wall. And she can just see every bit of the excess weight that she has on her thighs and on her butt and on her hips. And then she proceeds to have to stand in front of a machine where she has this elastic waistband that she has to put around her waist. And now imagine that once she turns the machine on, her fat begins to just jiggle all over the place. And as she watches her body in the mirror, as she watches her fat jiggling, she is feeling so incredibly ashamed. She feels that there is something inherently wrong with her. This 12-year-old girl was me. And in this episode of masks off for people pleasers and perfectionists, I'm going to share with you my journey, the story of how I went from that 12 year old girl who was overweight and who loathed herself for how she looked to how that feeling of unworthiness translated and transformed into me becoming a people pleaser and a perfectionist. How I began to perform perfect and please in order to overcompensate for those feelings of unworthiness that I had as that 12 year old girl in front of the mirror Welcome to the masks off for people pleasers and perfectionist podcast. I am Kim gross, your host, and it is my mission to help you unmask from people pleasing and perfectionistic behaviors so that you can finally have the confidence to live the life that you truly desire. Let's tune in to this week's episode. I am going to really take off my mask today and share something that is super vulnerable and super hard for me to share. But I have come a long way in this area and I do feel that it's really important and helpful that I share this message with you. So I have been struggling with compulsive overeating since I was a little girl. For as long as I could remember, I just had no control around food and it would not be unusual for me to sit down and eat an entire sleeve of Oreos or to sit down with a half a gallon of ice cream in front of me And not even scoop it into a bowl, literally just take the spoon and eat it right out of the carton. It was not unusual for me to sit with a cheesecake in front of me and just sit and eat and eat. So I think for me, part of my compulsive overeating definitely is genetic. My mom had the same issues, her mom and lots of family members that struggled with compulsive overeating and or other addictions okay so until i was 10 i could eat all that food and it would not show i wouldn't gain weight then when i turned 11 and i hit puberty at a very young age my body changed overnight it was so drastic and so shocking to me. I wasn't prepared for my body to change in the way that it changed. I put on so much weight that I had stretch marks on my hips, on my butt, on my breast. I just really blew up. Like I just stretched out and I can remember, I think I was probably around 12 years old, And my mom, as I said, also struggled with her own weight and a friend of ours, a friend of my mom's and her daughter, who is also a friend of mine, we went to this place. It was like a Jenny Craig. I don't remember the name of it, but it was an exercise place. And I remember that I had on white tights and a black leotard. Now, mind you, remember I said I'm 12 years old. We went inside to this place and on every single wall, there were mirrors. You may know this or you may not, but when you wear white, it can tend to make you look even bigger. So I had these white tights on and it made my thighs look huge. My thighs were huge. They were big for a 12 year old. And I was overweight. Now here we are in this exercise place and there's mirrors on every wall. I remember we went in, the first thing we had to do was step on a scale and get weighed. And I just felt such shame wash over me between getting on the scale and wearing these white tights and seeing the way my body looked in the mirror. So then (laughs) to make matters even worse, and I'm laughing now because I have really done so much inner work on this and I've come a long way that I can have a little chuckle about it. But trust me when I tell you that when I was 12, I was not giggling about this at all. And if you had anything similar to me, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And even if it wasn't weight for you, it might've been that you were too short or you were too tall, or you had too much acne or your nose or something was too much or not enough. We all go through this phase of feeling like there's something wrong with us. So going back to now... I'm weighed in, I'm wearing my white tights with my black leotard. I've seen myself in the mirror. And then I don't know if I can really describe it well for those that are listening and not viewing, but I'll try. So they had these machines that you would put this band around your waist and you would stand facing the mirror with this band, and then you would turn the machine on. And what the machine was supposed to do, and I still don't understand it to this day, honestly, I freaking don't know what it was supposed to help other than to make you feel absolutely horrible about yourself, but you turn the machine on and it starts jiggling all of your fat. Now here I am 12 years old, standing in front of this mirror, with this machine on, and all of my fat is just jiggling everywhere. And I just couldn't handle it anymore. I just felt horrible about myself, so ashamed. Then, just fast forwarding, this was the start, this was the trajectory of the next de- several decades of misery and suffering and weight loss, weight gain, binge, restrict, binge, restrict. All the while, just feeling really horrible about myself and being at war with my body. So I had that experience. And then on top of that, because the way I interpreted the situation was that when I hit high school and I didn't have a boyfriend, I made the interpretation in my young teenage girl mind that I didn't have a boyfriend because I was too fat and I was too ugly. I did have a boyfriend finally in 12th grade, but 9th grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, and even 8th grade, I did not. So I'm saying all that to say that at the time, that maybe the way that I felt about myself was skewed in some way compared to what the reality was. But this is what happens when you have an eating disorder or you have body dysmorphia or you have low self-esteem. And I just made this interpretation that I was not accepted by the boys and I was not valued or I didn't matter to them because I was too fat, too ugly. Okay. So now that's high school. That was awful college years. And then I did get married when I was 24 and I've been married to the same person for the last 30 years. But that didn't mean and doesn't mean that I still didn't struggle with every time I went to try on clothes, every time I looked in the mirror, that I wasn't at war with myself. And I would really just get down on myself because I could not control how much I was eating unless I was restricting for a long period of time, and then I would lose the weight and then I would feel okay. And then eventually, because it always happens that I would lose control again and I would start to overeat. Okay. So why am I sharing all this? I'm sharing all of this because there's a couple of reasons. One is that I have been working with a registered dietitian to help me with having food freedom. And I have had some really big breakthroughs in terms of my mindset shifting, that I'm realizing that I'm no longer identifying with the mask that I wore, that I was trying to protect myself with about my body. I would overcompensate for the way that I felt the shame, the low self-worth that I felt about my body and my body image by overcompensating in other areas where I tried to be perfect, have the perfect house, have the perfect clothes. I was a perfect student in High school, an overachiever, a pleaser, making everyone happy. But on the inside, I was struggling and not feeling worthy and valuable enough for many reasons, but that was one of them. My body image played a huge part because I had such a mindset connection with how your body looks equals how valuable or worthy you are because this mindset, this way of thinking and feeling and believing these belief systems were implanted and conditioned in me at a very early age. And it was also a family thing as well. Like there were family members that also would focus a lot on weight, losing weight or gaining weight. And it was a societal thing. When I was growing up, and even now it happens, you can see all of the models that are super thin and just comparing myself to an external expectation, often which are very unrealistic. And I have talked about this with other guests that have been on the podcast. Uh, In particular, one guest who shared a lot on this was Anna Suri, and that podcast Was on body image. If you want to go back and check that one out, I highly recommend that you listen to that one. She offered so much valuable information on body image stuff. Okay, so now here we are going back to my breakthrough on body image stuff is that I have started to feel and sense and see real shifts. In the way that I feel and the way that I look at myself, the way I feel about my body and the way that I look at myself. Now, here's what I want to say. When I started working with this registered dietitian about seven months ago, she had me change the way that I was eating because I was in this restricting type of cycle where I was restricting myself and a lot of foods and she wanted me to be able to have freedom to be able to eat many different foods without feeling like I was going to lose control. Now, here's the thing that among a couple of other factors over the last six months, I have gained 10 to 15 pounds in the past that would have just killed me. And I'm not saying that I was thrilled about it or that this was easy for me. it It has not been. And especially in the beginning, I was like, Sarah, I can't I gain all this weight. I have to lose this weight. What's going on? I can't do this. But as I continue to work on my inner work, my self-worth, my self-esteem, and knowing that my worth is not attached to, the number on the scale. My worth is not attached to how my body looks, that I am beginning to shift into feeling that I am worthy and knowing that I am regardless of my body size. And what's really cool about this is that I am really beginning to see that I am no longer at war with myself and i'm having so much more self compassion for how hard this is sometimes to lose weight i still do want to lose the weight but not because i feel ashamed i want to lose the weight because it's healthy healthier it's healthier for my joints it's healthier for my body and i'm going to do it in a healthy and slow way not going back into that restrict binge cycle. I don't want to restrict again because that'll only lead to me binging and I still want to have the freedom. But something feels very different. It's palpable. My inner child, my inner self is so elated because the war is over. It feels like the war is finally freaking over. I don't have to keep my armor up. I don't have to keep my mask on and I don't have to hate myself and loathe myself the way that I did when I was 12 years old, standing in front of that mirror with my white tights on and watching my body fat jiggle in the mirror and to no longer have that shamed little 12 year old self feeling awful. My 12-year-old self feels finally, oh my gosh, you finally are accepting me for who I am, the way I am, even if I am at a heavier weight. You're not beating me up anymore. You're not uh, barraging me with this critical, judgmental chatter that would often take place over the years. It would sound something like, Kim, what is wrong with you? You need to lose the weight. Why are you eating so much? Why can't you eat less? What is wrong with you not having control? For all these years, I felt that there was something inherently bad about me because I couldn't control myself around food. And when I couldn't control myself, I would gain the weight. And if I gained the weight then that meant that I was unworthy. And it was this vicious cycle. And so now I really wanted to do this episode and I wanted to share with you because I'm just really ecstatic that I finally have this freedom. And what I want to emphasize and the message that I want to share with you is that one, it is about progress, not perfection. Two, it can take time. And three is perseverance to just keep on doing the inner work. Keep at giving yourself that self-compassion, doing meditations, finding a coach, finding a therapist. I've done so many things over the years and some things worked, and some didn't. But the key is, the bottom line, I never gave up on myself. And now I'm starting to finally see the results. I'm reaping the rewards of continuing to just really do the inner work and really creating this relationship with myself that I can be kinder, be more gentle, be more nurturing, more loving, and not be at war. That was the thing that was so hard was being at war with myself. And so I wanted to share on this episode in hopes that you could see how this mask can really hide It can really hide our true selves. And I always say all the time that the last thing that I want for myself and for all of you is that you are on your deathbed and you realize that you didn't show up as your true self or that you lived a half lived life because you did not feel that you could be your true self. So I'm just here to say it's not a one, two, three, it's done, it takes time, it's a one step forward, two steps back, one step forward, two steps back, and it does take perseverance and you have to keep at it. It's building muscles, you just don't build muscle overnight, and then if you stop working out, your muscles are going to go away. So it's the same thing with this with doing the inner work and getting to a place of really feeling like you matter because you do matter. And so I just really hope that this lands with you today and that somehow that it has mm, like maybe just a little, either it could be validation for the work you're already doing, or maybe it's a little push to say, yeah, I do want to do, I need to do some more inner work or it just inspires you. That's my hope. That's my mission is to help inspire others to be able to take off their masks so that they can show up as your true self. And so I really do hope that this was beneficial to you. And I would say that if you are struggling with more of these types of tendencies and you want to get weekly reminders. And if you're wondering if you're a people pleaser or a perfectionist, you can take my quiz, people pleasing and perfectionist quiz at kimgrosscoaching.com because after all, a lot of what underpinned and fueled this eating disorder is perfectionism because when you're in binge restrict, that's all or nothing black and white. So, um, Definitely my perfectionistic tendencies were at play. And so if you're wondering if you are a perfectionist or a people pleaser, by all means, take my quiz and I will see you next time.